We're live. What's up, guys? Hey, turn on my mic. I don't hear me. Oh, I see. Jo Jesse turned it way down. I'm all snapping at jo uh, Joel. <laughs> Cracker. <laughs> uh, did you guys hear? But there's this crazy movie where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me. I know. Right, jo Jesse Lee Peterson tries to help me out because he's like my executive producer, and he hosts the show right before my show. Believe it or not, he's like, if you haven't heard of him, he's a he's a black host, <laughs> and he turns the volume down so that I can't even hear myself. And then I'm like, Joel, I went <laughs> like the blacks. I'm just kidding. Anyways, thank you. <laughs> Jesse Lee Peterson like peeked in and said, not looking amused. <laughs> but anyways, this is the Hake Report. I'm James Hake. It's Thursday, June 25th already, 2020. And it's a couple of minutes, few minutes after 9 a.m. I will be taking your calls, 888-775-3773. Shout out to TR over on Facebook. Gideon is on YouTube. Nice. Thank you. I am wearing a shirt that says you are a beta male. It's a Jesse Lee Peterson t-shirt that you can find via going to rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Or slash store if you, you know, both of them should work. Uh, and scroll down into the Jesse Lee Peterson Teespring section. Oh, we cut out. Can you put me back on? Okay, it's back on. Yeah, it cut out briefly. Sorry about that, guys. We cut out very briefly, but we're back on. Um, yeah, rebuildingtheman.com slash stores for this t-shirt and others. And I believe that we've updated the links to uh, the new Spreadshirt, shop.spreadshirt.com slash Jesse Lee Peterson, because you may have heard or you may not have heard, but you may have realized that White History Month and... Anchor Baby, no, Beta, no, not Beta Baby, uh, Tar Baby, <laughs> from the Jesse Lee Peterson Teespring stores were discontinued on Teespring. That's too edgy for them. They call it offensive content, which it's not, but they have the right to do that. So we're selling them on Spreadshirt now. We'll see how long that lasts. And if not, we may use one of the services from some of you guys or your friends. Um, shout out to the different people who have contacted us. With offers, appreciate it, and thank you to uh, Alexis, who's put in a significant amount of time figuring out an alternative for us. Thank you. Um, so, let's get on with this, talking about ridiculousness, let's get on with this show. This is not Jesus. That's right. Did you hear what I just said? The Europeans took this. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to hit hard. Oh, yeah. Bell prophets, prophets took this mm -hmm. and made it look like them. Yeah. And then you scripture. Servants obey your masters. That's right. That's right. And taking that scripture, they manipulated and made themselves that master that the Bible was talking about. That's right. So if you want to talk about terrorism, Racism is terrorism. Amen. Amen. If you got me looking up to white people, go ahead. To think they are superior and look down at myself as a black man to teach me that I'm inferior, that is terrorism. Terrorism. Yeah. So what Satan, what Satan?
Satan preachers done. They made it. See, it don't matter what color God is. Because we don't know. We don't know what color God is. And we don't care. One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Lots of mess going on in the world today and years past. I think that clip is from years ago. I am James Hake, as you know, and I am going to be getting to your calls 888-775-3773. And no, that was not Steve Harvey. That was my man, <laughs> Gino Jennings, who's a black preacher that I just heard of yesterday. Some guy uh, arguing in the comment sections about Jesse Lee Peterson's preaching on Church with Jesse Lee Peterson services online on Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. Make sure you're subscribed to that. It's different from Jesse Lee Peterson's YouTube channel as well as different from the Fallen State YouTube channel. And hopefully we stay up. You know, that YouTube has kicked off lots of great YouTubers. They have kicked off Alex Jones, Asmodore, I think. They kicked off... Um, the Ralph Retort, they've kicked off countless YouTube great people, including Colin Flaherty, who documents, he's just simply a journalist, documents black-on-white crime without ra so-called racism, without rancor. He just talks about, here's another one from the fellas, because nobody else is pointing it out. And uh, he's, Colin Flaherty, not a hateful person, you know me. I don't know what his what is in his heart or whatever, but anybody who's banning him is hateful too. And by the way, Colin Flaherty says rightly that Jesse Lee Peterson is the most important man in America because he's addressing the anger issue, the family issue. Colin Flaherty is the one who wrote the book White Girl Bleed a Lot, and he also wrote the book Don't Make the Black Kids Angry, and he also wrote the book, a shorter book, um, knockout game a lot. Oh, heck no. Well, it doesn't say heck no, but he said the H E double toothpicks or hockey sticks or whatever, whatever clean word you guys want to want to say. Anyways, that was Pastor Gino Jemmings, and I have another short clip of him. And you know how we talked about this is terrorism. They're still on that. This was definitely d documented in the last 20, 30 years, I would say, this clip. And it was, I got this from Marvin Mulanga YouTube channel. And it says, Pastor Gino Jennings tells the audience the truth about white Jesus, the imposter. With his bow tie, he's wearing a bow tie, this black pastor, right? At least he's not wearing this big robe thing, but he's wearing a suit with a bow tie. Not a necktie, the necktie goes long, because the necktie is a noose. <laughs> oh, I think I've told you guys before that. Um, did you know? I don't think he knew that before. <laughs> that the necktie is a noose. They consider it a noose. So that's why they don't wear neckties. They wear bow ties. The blacks. The boys that are, that are into this radical stuff. But let me just show you guys. James is a Sesame Street conservative, <laughs> says F. Jenny Crosby. Sesame Street is anything but conservative. So, and uh, probably Mr. Rogers is not either, remember? Oh, gosh. I, got, I showed you guys pictures way back before this stupid, uh, in the neighborhood or something like that. Friendly neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. With Tom Hanks playing, you know, the actor, the liberal actor, who's come out really liberal. Playing uh, Mr. Rogers. Ridiculous. But let me just play with you, play for you guys this. Black on white crime. <laughs> well, I don't know. To me, this is kind of encouraging black on white crime and, and violence and anger and just totally ridiculous. They're criticizing people that are like long dead. 
And acting like, acting like blacks' problem is looking up to whites and looking down on themselves, feeling in, in, inferior. Well, well, Jesse Lee Peterson does point out that blacks are insecure. And they do sometimes think that whites are better than them. That's why they cry, cry white supremacy all the time. They think that they're being held down by the whites. When it's, them, when it's their own dark minds, right? And spirits. Um, somebody points out on, on uh, what's his name? On Periscope, Pam, Pam and SC1 says, Gino Jennings out of Philadelphia. That's who it is. He's no Christian. Uh, he used to broadcast in my state, South Carolina. He'd never say that on TV. Jennings of Philadelphia. Anyways, let me play for you this, what I call, <laughs> incitement to violence, black on white crime. He slaps the pictures of, there's pictures of Jesus, and he's like kind of fair-skinned, I guess, with, you know, the brown hair, and then Jesus on the cross, pictures. Like, there's these black guys hold, uh, sit, standing on the stage holding up po big posters of Jesus, and this black pastor, or whatever he is, Walks up and backslaps him. So watch this. Whose son is this? Whose son is that? I, I mean, whose son is this son? That's right. This is Baal's son. Baal's son. This is the devil's son. This is the son of a liar. That's right. That's right. That's right. You would say, oh, he called Jesus a liar. That's not Jesus. That's not Jesus. A cross. That's right. Get up off your knees. That's right. <laughs> Crazy. And he did say it doesn't matter. I think in the prior clip he said it doesn't. I wasn't really paying attention by that point. But he said it doesn't matter what color. Well, he thinks that Jesus is God, I guess. God is. We don't know and we shouldn't care. And there, he points out that there are people that make a black Jesus and a Chinese Jesus. Does he slap those? <laughs> Well, his excuse for slapping them is supposedly because it's racism and terrorism to make the blacks look up to a white man as if that's real. Um, this one guy, Giddy Sinclair, on uh, Periscope is the one who said, that's my man. <laughs> he said, I used to listen to this man, but I know the truth now. And he said, he's going to tear that paper with that slap. So I just wanted to share that with you. I came across it because, you know, I looked him up after somebody was said, Jesse Lee Peterson is a false teacher. He needs a real preacher of Geno Jennings. I'm like, let me look this guy up. And this is what I came across. Ridiculous. So that's angry black fake Christianity, right? And he is right that it doesn't really matter. But he's acting like it sure does matter. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, Nick has gotten Geno as a suggestion so many times. Um, as a guest, I guess. So that's the angry black Christian mess. That's, those are part of the same people that read the Bible. According to my liberal uh, Christian podcast hosts that I was referencing. Actually, that I played a clip of yesterday. You know, that Sky Jethani, who wrote an article in USA Today about... The Bible of Trump versus the Bible of George Floyd. I don't know if George Floyd listened to these guys, but whatever. The blacks, a lot of the, you'll hear a lot of the blacks talk about Jesus is not white, as if like, <laughs> as if the whites are trying to push a white Jesus on them. It's not true. It's crazy. Anyways, yeah, it is, it is double talk. It's talking out of both sides of his mouth to say. That's not Jesus. And then we don't care who, what color he was. We don't know what color he was. <laughs> and the reason that the whites around the world have been promoting Christianity and having 
these Jesuses that look, I guess, lighter skin. I never see them, him, like, full-blown white. People talk about a blonde-haired, blue-eyed Jesus. I've never seen that. I've only ever seen it occasionally, maybe, if I've seen it at all. Maybe I vaguely have seen it, have remember seeing it, from a black person saying, this is not Jesus, when I haven't even seen it before. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, it's kind of like when I hear the Jews, I mean, the people that are blaming the Jews, talking about the Jews have this Talmud that says Jesus is boiling in crap. Which is a vulgar thing, right? But I never hear Jews say that about Jesus. <laughs> so they're eager to find like the worst thing that you can find about such, such and such people and put it in front of you like this is what they're all about. As though you need, as though you need to, f to find the obscure stuff or whatever is like hidden in their books or whatever uh, to find the worst things about them. No, there's plenty of evil that you can criticize that's plainly right in front of you today about whites being scared and kissing up to the blacks. It's so backwards. So, that's the angry Christian. Here's a loving Christian from a white man who happens to listen to this show from Sweden about the nuclear family. Just a brief little clip to soothe your senses. This is uh, 12, I think, uh, from Samuel, and I don't know if I'm going to butcher your name, Samuel, Freiholz, Freiholz. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Here it is on the nuclear family. Very brief. The nuclear family. Man and woman joined together through marriage instituted by God. Their children are conceived inside of marriage and legitimate. The man is the provider for the household and the head of his wife. The woman is the helper and obey the husband. There is no hate or animosity between man and woman. The man is godly, only bending his knees to God, a strong, fearless protector of the family. Isn't that nice? So white and European and Christian and peaceful. <laughs> I don't know, blacks. Maybe you could take a hint from Samuel from that's from Samuel from Sweden. Right on, Samuel. It's a it's a four minute clip, beautiful little short movie describing the nuclear family. And later he talks about how the mother or the wife or the woman should be quiet and humble and modest. And I didn't have I don't have that part of the clip for you, but it just as I was watching it, it reminded me of this woman who's being promoted by the white Christians, liberals, fake Christians, at Relevant Magazine that's had the 25 essential black voices that you should be listening to to support Black Lives Matter. And Nick says, Glod Midsommar. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Angela Rye and Alicia Garza talk about immodest loud, angry, nasty women speaking, with, speaking lies and spouting off and being nasty. Just wanted to share that with you. It's a really nice clip. I'll have the links on my uh, podcast blog post, thehakereport.com slash blog. I will put them up. Actually, you can also find the link to it. I think I may have shared it. I'm not sure. Yesterday. Anyways, I will be getting to your calls, but I just want to point out that, you know, I've, I told you guys a little bit yesterday about these people judging President Trump as though he's not a real Christian, he's not really living the Bible and stuff like that, but he's just genuine and he's real and they can't take it, they think he's petty because he defends himself and he calls out the evil media for being evil, dishonest, far left. And that's what they are. That's one thing that I appreciate about him. I love boomers. <laughs> and I love the decent boomers like President Trump, Jesse Lee Peterson, 
And we gotta love the indecent boomers to uh, not agree with them, but just to not be suckers. You know, because there's a whole lot of hatred between the generations, between the races, men and women, between, uh, amongst the races, <laughs> amongst Republicans and rhinos and conservatives and r so-called right-wingers and everybody. There's a lot of hot emotions running hot right now. People losing friendships and... It's nice to have a president who is for real unity. I love the fact that he is standing for our American heroes, including, um, including Christopher Columbus. Not that Columbus was American, but he's an American hero. He's a hero to the Americans, and he should be, I think. KK says he was very, he's very, very dead wrong about Gino Jending, Jennings. Yeah, I don't know anything else about Gino Jennings, right? But he seems like, uh, let's call it what, uh, Joel and, and others call it extra. <laughs> Isn't that extra? I think that's extra. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, oh, okay. Gino was dead wrong about what he was saying here. Yeah. So anyways, um, I love it. There's a showdown. U U.S. Marshals are supposed, according to Drudge, to help protect the monuments nationwide. It's a developing story. The National Guard is supposed to protect the D.C. monuments, and rightly so. We need to, like, not allow criminals to commit crimes in America and this vandalism. You know, I heard that ran Rome was ransacked. By the Vandals. The Vandals were a group of, what, were they Germans or something? <laughs> or pre-Germans? Uh, the Vandals and other people took over Rome because Rome got too diverse. Sound familiar? I mean, that's what I heard. And too degenerate. Too preoccupied with entertainment. And um, promoting, you know, accepting all kinds of homosexuality and all that mess just weak. Weak from within, and that's seemingly what's happening to America, but there is a fight against it, which I'm happy that I'm happy to see it. But vandals then and vandals now, all these illegal aliens invading, Trump calls it an invasion, and it is. They're not pro-America people coming in. They're exploitative people coming in. You know, the the would-be refugees, the Visigoths. Thank you, Professor Scope. So many different people. And it, you can't really blame them. You know, like, God frequently, in the Bible, in the Old Testament, he frequently said stuff like, to the um, Israelites who would kind of turned away from him, took, took their so-called blessings for, for granted and turned away from him. Said you're going to be taken over by a people less deserving than you, or maybe better than you, or worse than you. <laughs> I don't know. And it seems like that's been happening for decades, for like a century maybe. Spain is a mess. Over 13 different genders. Rampant accepted homosexuality, says Pam NSC1. It's crazy. And there is a lot of hatred. You know, there's this smear upon white women. They're calling them Karens. <laughs> and that's because the white women are meddling and because nobody, well, they tend to be liberals. But um, they're going out of control because the men are not standing up. The men don't, you know, now, back in the old school, I think of the old school white American men and actually the old school men in general there back then would not put up with mess happening in their community. Like, hey, you kids, stop that. <laughs> but with authority. It wasn't just... Well, it seems like it was... Some of them had real authority. And you would call them, you know, uh, different names, like, right, to referencing, like, like a jerk. You would call them different names, right? They both mean jerk, but sometimes with cuss, word, cuss words, right? But that was right. It was the right way to be. And you didn't need anybody to, you know, you didn't need any 
stupid liberal white women pretending to be a Karen, bossing pe other people around. Because the men were handling the, the mess, the riffraff. So, it just seems like it's, uh, there is a little bit of a rebirth happening, I think, amongst about a lot of people. And I'm glad that Trump, the boomer, is standing for the uh, stuff that it does matter. You can say, oh, it doesn't seem like these, these monuments, what's the big deal, right? I've heard different people say that. Uh, it's no harm, right? But it's not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They want the destruction of America. They go after the most vulnerable people. There's the attack on men, right? The most vulnerable people are the ones that who maybe they were Im led immoral lives, such as you know this this guy right now, this porn star, who's he's old, Ron Jeremy. They hashtag me to him. Do you really think that Jackie Lacey, the black female, is it police district attorney? I don't know. Some type of attorney, right? Um, is really about what's right? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know what he did or didn't do. Bill Cosby, they went after him. It was politically motivated. It was an attack on men. And you, whatever you think of Bill Cosby, regardless, it was part of an attack on men and an attack on anybody who was criticizing the blacks. In the from the place of what's right, and that's what uh, Cosby famously did. It was it w the whole attack on Bill Cosby was kickstarted by this guy. Um, I always butcher his name. I think it's ha Hannibal. Hannibal. Um, do you, do you know his this comedian's name? Hannibal Burris, something like huh? Yeah, Hannibal Burris. He he references uh. It went viral a few years ago when I was produ producer for the Jesse Lee Peterson show. He said something like, he imitated Bill Cosby, pull up your pants. And then Hannibal Beers is like, shut up, you hate, w you rape women. See, he, he, and that was a smear, that was a, that was slander. Because there's no evidence that he was doing that. Even to this day, there's some lesbian got a conviction on him. And, um... You know, all these accusations are not evidence. But regardless, even if there was a little bit of evidence, there's this public lynching in the public square. Back in the olden days, there it seems like there used to be more respect for um, innocent and less proven guilty. I don't, I don't, I don't join in with gossip and smears and rumors and defamation of people's character without evidence. But nowadays, it's perfectly acceptable. You hear um, Earl from Michigan, who's old enough to know better, say, well, in the court of public opinion, you don't have to respect innocent unless proven guilty. You can just speculate that they're guilty. He didn't say you can speculate. Actually, he did say you can speculate. Yeah, crazy. What a mess. And I like people like men like uh, President Trump, who admitted... That, uh, you know, that guy, um, Mike Tyson, he was, he went to prison for this alleged rape thing, right? And to, back, even back before he, uh, became more conservative, Donald Trump, back in the day, said that Mike Tyson was railroaded. So you know that Trump knows about the attack on men. So, and they're going after the, the vulnerable ones. The vulnerable public figures, right? Vulnerable meaning, yeah, maybe they did leave, lead somewhat immoral lives. But they're coming down for you, too. They're coming down for all the decent men. Look at what they did to Roy Moore. And uh, that black guy who was looking pretty good in 2011, 2012, um, who ran like a pizza shop or something. Very famous. But he was looking like he was maybe going to be the Republican nominee. I think back in 2012, I'm blanking on his name, and uh, all these other guys around me are too young to remember. <laughs> but he appeared in, I think, this, this uh, documentary, Uncle Tom. Herman Cain, thank you, man. <laughs> he typed it to me, and I wouldn't look. But um, 
Herman Cain was accused not of even doing even uh, a so-called assaulting women, just cheating. Not that cheating is right, but he was accused and there was no evidence. And it was all about smearing the man, smearing the good man. And there's countless men who are not public figures, and so their stories don't get out. Reminds me of all of this um, picking off of conservatives and truth-tellers and people who are a little wild, but they have the right to free speech on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube and even DLive. Um, you know, all these, uh, a bunch of you guys have been, well, I mean, some of you guys get banned from our, our stuff too, but you get kicked off of these platforms, but you don't, you're not a public figure, so there's no attention, media attention on when, when it happens to you. And in some cases, it's not justified at all. In some cases, ah, you're being kind of rude, I guess. But meanwhile, the, the rude blacks get a pass. Don't expect justice, right, in the world. Because the world is all about in, pushing injustice in the name of social justice. Um, there, it's, whites are going down, it's crazy. I heard that the census is... We hear repeatedly that the census is showing white decline. Non-whites are the majority amongst the youngest. I think that's been known for some time, but it was a, it's a drudge headline this morning. It was, anyways. It's crazy. I have more about this guy whom uh, Jason Lee Peterson played, and I talked about him. I played a little bit of his podcast. This guy, Phil Vischer, talks about um, his past with VeggieTales. It's actually a really kind of an interesting story. How he created and then lost VeggieTales, and he had high hopes and big dreams for it, thinking that he was working for the Lord. So interesting. Very relatable, actually. And a little bit about his being raised by a single mother. Just a tiny bit. But anyways, I gotta get to some calls. Mo Betta stand-up says, Time Wits, August 1949. Change name to Gene Simmons Kiss Band. Shapeshifter at 20th Century Social Engineer. Time Wits, C-H-A-I-M. New word, W-I-T-Z. Not familiar with that story, but thank you to Mo Betta Stand Up. JLP is a millennial, says Noah Arkansas. I love millennials too, right? Mo Betta Stand Up says, in the year 0 AD, Africa didn't have tech to make the cross. Interesting. Fana Delady says, look at this pic of Jesus. Hate, 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 hate. Army Ann says, Occupy crap is back. Occupy City Hall Park. Boo! Yeah. That's what these um, autonomous zones are. Remember Occupy Wall Street? You may not, some of you may not remember, but those were riots. Commie riots. Shout out to Asmodor and Jesse Lee Peterson for hosting the Hake Report. Psylosopher with a diamond. Let's see, let's see. Thank you for the Ninja Gini uh, Mobetta. Someone get Bill gave a diamond. Appreciate it. Let me just double check over here. Alejandro Davila says, hey, keep it real, man. Thank you. Hot computer smell with a diamond. And Adam Clark says, amazing shirt. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes, I'm wearing a, you are a beta male, Jesse Lee Peterson t-shirt. And it is available. I, I made the fade a little straighter. It's more straight, square. Let me know what you think. And that is available on Jesse Lee Peterson Teespring store, rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. Let me get to Lucas out of Alhambra, California. Lucas, what's up? Hey, James, how you doing? Hey, doing fine. Um, I, just want, I just wanted to talk about the, uh, the hypocrisy in, in the Democratic uh, Party. And I know we all know the rhetoric is hypocritical, but now we're seeing it manifest into action yeah. in the autonomous zone. Right. You know? Building and, their walls. Shooting people yeah. and uh, attacking and tackling and choking <laughs> street preachers. Yeah. Yep. But it's it's more hypocritical than that. And I just yeah. want to like do a quick quick list and see if you if this sounds familiar about what they that, how they complain about us. Okay. I just want to give you a quick. List. So they have. Stay close to your phone. You lost me. You. I, oh. Oh. You. Oh. You can hear me. I can hear you now, but I couldn't hear you when oh. you just a moment ago. Oh. Okay. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. 
I just want to say they have borders. They have armed guards making sure who goes in and out and, and dealing with their political agenda. Yep. They're enslaving homeless. They're enslaving homeless people. I don't know if you know this, but if, um, if they want to uh, sleep there and have the free food and everything, they have to work. They have wow. to work for it. Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah. Andy, Andy knows a really good um, pl- uh, place. To, if you want to find out about Antifa and their agenda, and stuff, right. he's a real source. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we all know they're segregating blacks from the whites and the browns. <laughs> yeah. um, they, they ran out all the people that lived there and, and, and or killed them or scared them away. They armed it with the militia and police that protect the rules and laws, and they'll use force to protect it. You all know that. They love and support their flag, you know, the Antifa flag and all that, and, yeah. and they have battle stuff, and they prevent any forces, any outside forces, you know, uh, non-domestic uh, forces to come inside. It's like they're doing exactly what they say that, that America has done in the past, and it just it's just hilarious yeah. that no one sees Well, I know a lot of people see it in America, but... A lot of people need to speak up more, you know. They need you know, to get out there and speak up. You're right. It is just a power grab. These are these people are just rules for me, but not for the, including the ones that yeah. act like they're really. Oh, don't do that. Don't hurt him or whatever. Those people are every bit as oppressive because that's they're female-minded people, and they don't care about yeah. being hypocrites because they are evil, and they, it's it's mm-hmm. it's like I said, rules for thee, but not for me. They. They're yeah. just full of hate. It's just they hate America. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm loving it because it's making me realize that oh shit, like uh, shoot, I shoot, I've been um I've been just going through my life, you know, working and doing this and paying the government, and doing it, but I haven't been seeing like you know who who's my mayor, who's my governor, what's happening in yeah. in the other states because my taxes go everywhere in America, you know, right. that I pay. So I've been I've been looking at that. And I'm like, you know what? We need to we need to start. And just, like Jesse says, you know, we need to start getting into politics when you start, you know, running or, or, you know, start, you know, advocating, you know, repu- like conservative values and going out there and doing stuff. So yeah, I've been doing that. Recently. That's cool. But, and start where you are. You don't have to shoot for the moon, you know, like you don't have to, um, there's these guys, there's these conservatives who are running against, they're like no names, but they're running against Nancy Pelosi or, uh, or Maxine Waters or whatever. Just start yeah. w- start where you are and grow. You don't have to like try to be a a shooting star where you just topple the the highest person. There's a whole lot yeah. of very destructive, yeah. damaging people on the local level. <laughs> so yeah, just, yeah, that that reminds me of whenever um, I don't. I think you guys showed the video of when the street preacher uh, went into the autonomous zone and tried to do that. That's like. That's like no man. You got to start. You got to start lower than that. You can't just do that. You can't just go into the autonomous zone, start preaching. You know what I mean? I didn't mind him doing that because it kind of, you know, I don't mind these sacrificial lambs that that you know get jumped because or get um, injustice wrought against them because they show the rest of us. They make for a public story that shows the rest of us. Yep, that's how evil these people are. It's like the cake shop. There's all these gay cakes that. They're trying to force people to bake, and gay flowers that they're trying to force people to arrange, and mm-hmm. gay weddings that they try to force people to host, and you know how uh, Jesse Lee Peterson wrote this article, take the sinner's money and use it for the good, but I'm, I'm glad yeah. that some yeah. of them didn't take the sinner's money, got their prosecution, made a huge major story because that does awaken people. So if you're willing to yeah. take that risk and and face that type of heat, fine. But if you want to uh, yeah. survive and fight in other ways, then uh, you can do that too. We have lots of ways to fight. We need to be street smart, is, is yeah. my way of saying it, of saying the same thing, of being wise. Appreciate it, yeah, Lucas. Definitely. Right on, man. No, thank you. Thank All you right. for taking my call. Hey, Take care. Have a great one. You too. You. So, let me, oh man, I've, I've been talking my head off. Let me get to Benjamin, first-time caller out of Mississippi. Benjamin, what's up? How's it going, James? How are you doing today? Fine. How are you? I'm doing great, except uh, our flag in Mississippi down here, they're still debating on whether or not to take it away. But Oh, yeah, because the Mississippi flag ha- is a blue stripe, a white stripe, and a red stripe. But in the upper left corner, 
It's a square of the Confederate battle flag. And it's yeah. a beautiful flag. And there is this yeah. woman who designed an alternative. And that alternative, I have to admit, like, it's a pretty nice design. But I don't believe in changing this flag to kiss up to the fake racism pushers. I don't believe that in that at all. It's a dumb oh. liberal artist woman who is partly, or she's the one who designed it. But it, well, I do not support that at all. I, I, I saw you with a rebel flag shirt on the other day, and I was like, you know, it wasn't a big deal to me because I see it all the time. I'm from Mississippi, and it's, it's not really a big deal to me. Yeah, and, um, and Benjamin, are those, are, are many or most of those or all of them clans members? Who are, are no? They are not exactly. No, are not. <laughs> so eat that, Billy, in Texas. Say that again. I know black people that have rebel flags in their yard because their granddaddy fought in the Civil War. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a really. I mean, I don't think about it. Of course, I didn't grow up in the 1800s or whatever. And I didn't. You know, I, I'm not going to relate to that flag, and it really doesn't mean that. You know. It, as far as I, I grew up in the '80s, and I watched Dukes of Hazard. Right, me too. Okay, I, I saw it on the top of the car, and I was like, "Bo and Luke Duke, let's go jump some cars." Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't anything bad about that at all. So, I mean, I don't really. But uh, I feel the same way. Yeah. Although, it, you know, I identify with the people that are unjustly attacked. And I don't go along with the trend. There's been a long-standing trend of decades running of attacking and smearing and just being ridiculous towards the South and Southern yeah. people, especially white Southerners. And Southern, I do not yeah. support that at all. And that's why I appreciate and love the Confederate flag. The South are, they're attacked because they're conservative Christians and they don't, they're more real. And they're honestly, they're, they respect the blacks better than the these phony people that are pretending to believe in racism. Do. Oh yes, of, of course. Like, like I grew up. Like, my dad graduated in 1968. He's about Jesse's age, and uh, he graduated with the first black man to ever graduate from Pontiac City High School. And I, I graduated with his son. So, yeah. People, and they were in the military also. There's like some of the, like down here, we're all for each other. We're not like, we're not trying to, you know, point out about the white man trying to bring anybody down or anything like that. We're just, we go to the store, that, that's who we are, you know, and people have horses and, you know, people do this and they do that and we play basketball together and all that. We just go about our lives. That's just yep. the way it is. And it, it, there's nothing wrong with that. And if people have a problem with that, they want it to get worse than that. Right. I, I don't really. Uh, you can only go. Uh, you can only go down from here. Yeah, it, because it's it's alienating a whole group of people in America unjustly, as if they're yeah. as if they had anything to do with Dylan Roof. Being Dylan, you know, attacking the the black church, which was a reaction to the attack on white people by right. the media, by the mainstream media and the blacks. It's crazy. Even if they convinced every black to abandon the Confederate flag that so many blacks love, even if no blacks any longer loved the the Confederate flag, you convince them, oh, it's divisive. Let's not use it. No, I still support the Confederate flag because it's it's because it's, it's such a lie. It's a history, too. And against it. Yeah, against them. Yeah. You can't, there's one thing about history that you cannot erase. Oh, yeah, it did happen. And there's, there's monuments like, I think Trump was saying he was going to put in a, a, a executive order to stop people from bringing down a, a monument up in Washington or something. I think it was Grant or something like that. I don't know where it was. Yeah. But, you, you, uh, he was like a 10 year, uh, prison sentence for doing it or whatever. I would love that. But <laughs> that, that, you know, you, if you go over to Italy right now and you see all the, 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 uh, statues that are so articulate and, uh, masterful, right? Statues of, of Julius Caesar, which was a madman. You know, he, 
<laughs> he was a freaking uh, crazy guy. You go over there and try to take those statues down and see what happens to you. Yeah. Okay, they're they're gonna you're gonna be met with, uh, you know, over here, you know, we march up and down the streets and we say what we want to. We spit on the cops and it's so disrespectful. Yep. And we do all this. You go over there in Italy, and you try to take down that statue over there and see what happens. Yeah. Those guy, Italians, they're a little bit more there. based, at least in that sense, so right on to them for that. But I'm just saying, you know, it, 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 it's a part of history. We, right. We don't have time machines. We can't go back in history to change the awful things that, you know, Caucasians may have done. To exactly. May have. That's, key, that's the key word, because so much of this is just a caricature. It's just a communist smear upon America's founding. Yes. Which it's was way lie. better than anything that the, these commies ever stood for. It's a lie. It, yep. It's like a it's a speculation, and you're dishonoring all these young people in America. You're destroying their lives. Yeah. You're 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 lying to these younger people, and you're making these uh, young black kids so afraid of the cops. Right. And, and and you're you're making these white kids so afraid of black people. Now, what does that solve? I mean, that, that there's nothing. There's nothing beneficial to that at all. Yeah. There's nothing like, as far as uh, people joining together, Jesus said he came to divide. What he meant was good from evil. Right. Now, you've got black and white, and like my daddy said, he's the same age as Jesse. He, he didn't have sex before marriage. He, was, uh, he got married in 1968. Nice. Mom, he married my mother. And he told me, he said, there's black people on the road that would do anything for me. I can call them right now. I appreciate it, Benjamin. I got to run. Take care, man. I appreciate you. All right. Mo Betta Stand Up says, gave a ninja guinea and says, post-pandemic civil disorder is global now. Yeah. Swiss and their Israeli controllers are doing this again. Swiss, huh? Interesting. Brandon M. says, breaking news, the Dixie Chicks are now the Chicks. <laughs> That's right, the Dixie Chicks. And they got bad because they, uh, anyways, whatever. Um, I played sports once, I had a ball, says Groiper Bear. <laughs> right on. Um, before I get to Guala, and I may be mispronouncing his name, and Chris, let me just quickly play these couple of clips from Phil Vischer, the creator of VeggieTales, who did that shameful, um, you know, race in America. He said, we need to talk about race. And then he closes down the comment section on his viral video because he knows that the comment sections can get ugly and can't have any ugly speech. What a shame. Let the people have the freedom of speech. I mean, I can kind of understand it. You want to keep stuff clean or whatever. But, uh, interesting. So here is Phil Vischer talking about VeggieTales, which is a Christian... Very successful at one point, uh, kids cartoon show for Christian kids, right? Veggie Tales. And so this is the guy that created it talking about its downfall. Listen to this. My dream to build what I thought could be, you know, a Christian Disney. It was all coming true. Um, Unfortunately, on the inside of the company, everything was starting to fall apart. So in November of 2003, I found myself, you know, after this amazing journey, sitting in the back row of a bankruptcy courtroom in Chicago, Illinois, watching everything I had done, every character I'd created, every song I'd written, every story I had told, get packed up in a box and sold to the highest bidder. And I could not figure out why God would let that happen. And it left me sitting there by myself. I felt like with this God that had watched me fall down the stairs and hadn't raised a finger, to help. You know, and then slowly I started listening and he started whispering to me, first through other people and then finally directly, but he started to show me what I had done. Uh, the first of all, he started to point out how miserable I had become. And what God pointed out to me was that he didn't call me to do that. He really called me to tell the stories that he laid on my heart. I don't know what he's talking about there, but he's, isn't that interesting? He thought that he was doing the work of God when really you're just doing the work of your ego. You're just caught up. I just found that very interesting and it went down. He didn't know what he was doing (laughs) business-wise. Here is him talking a a little bit about his family 
life growing up and a little bit more. Here's this. You know, I was a, uh, uh, raised by a single mom. My dad walked out when I was nine. I was a middle child. I was shy. You know, I spent my high school years in the basement making films, not going to the prom or, you know, hanging out with friends. And I felt invisible. And I got so busy that I almost killed myself. And what I discovered is God didn't let it fall apart because he didn't love me. He let it fall apart because he loved me so much. And he didn't want to see me in that shape. What I discovered is I had made the work I was doing for God more important to me than my relationship with God. And so my entire you know, uh, early adult life was pursuing this dream to find my worth in what I could do for the kingdom and what I could do for Christ. You know, and to suddenly find myself in a place where I was in Christianity Today magazine. People were talking about me all over the world. I thought, yes, you know, God must be pleased because I'm pulling it off. I'm working so hard. <laughs> You know, and I almost killed myself doing that. And I discovered that until I was ready to do nothing for God and just rest in my relationship with Him, I really wasn't ready to do anything for God. Isn't that so white? <laughs> Some white guy working to his, I don't know, working whatever, his brain to the bone. <laughs> because when you're, maybe you're working your fingers, I guess, to the bone. All hard, thinking that it's for the Lord. And nope, <laughs> but his explanation is so like white and soft and female and liberal, but but I don't know, it's kind of relatable. So many people think that they're, think that they have, you know, this is their calling and stuff like that. Just want, I had to share that with you. It gives you just a little bit of background on w what this man is or where he came from or the mindset that he has, that he wants you to care and listen and learn from the black victims. Ridiculous. And he cites, of all people, the nasty Michelle Alexander of a new, who wrote The New Jim Crow, Mass Incarceration in the Age of Colorblindness. Jesse Lee Peterson interviewed her, by the way, uh, several years ago, before I was producer. Check it out. It is, I put it up at some point. Um, it was audio only. I made a sl slideshow out of it. So, check that out. It's very cool. Oh, uh, let me... Get to Guala. And I will be opening the treasure chest on DLive in a couple of minutes. Guala, am I pronouncing your name right out of Miami? Yeah, yeah. My name's Felix. We've spoken before, but yeah, they Felix. call me King Guala. Guala. All right. Felix, also known as Guala. Check Appreciate out, you calling. What's up? Mr. President, Mr. President, they tried to impeach you, but they couldn't find no evidence. Mr. President, Mr. President, God bless America. We know you haven't sent. Hey, are you the are you the producer? Are you that rapper? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That's me. That's me from Miami. <laughs> okay, I, I remember now. I, I got the I got the suffer and die. Nice and all that. It's inspired by you guys, but hey, you're on fire, bro. The spirit is. It's all in you, heavy man. I appreciate that. It's very kind of you. You burn it. How long you been on the on the air? For like thirty minutes. You talked about so much real stuff, man. It's like I I don't know where to start, but that's all right, man. Let me give it a go, man. Let me give it a go. I I and you said it earlier. I've never seen a Jesus with blonde hair in my life. You know? I know <laughs> a lot of like like they say that all the time. Right, blonde, blue eyes. I've never seen a Jesus with blonde hair. Right, even though um. He wasn't a hippie, he wasn't a surfer, but he did tell a guy one time, somebody said, Jesus, you got a booger in your eye. He said, man, you got a surfboard coming out of yours. <laughs> um, you know what? Crazy, that man. reminds me of that this guy, Hawk Newsom, this Black Lives Matter supporter, who I invited oh, him on the Jesse Lee Peterson show after I saw him interviewed by, by uh, Scott Adams. He was featured in Cernovich's movie, Hoaxed. It was a documentary. And he, right. had, he was part of this viral feel-good moment where there was like this MAGA rally and then there was these Black Lives Matter supporters including this guy Hawk Newsom, a black guy who appeared on Fox News saying that Jesus is the first, was the, a black radical like he knows that, right? And I'm just thinking, this guy is a, he thinks he's a Christian, he is a Black Lives Matter supporter he didn't realize that black on white crime was as out of control as it is and disproportionate and yeah. he won't talk to, like, real people, but now he's getting propped up by worldly, you know, Fox News letting him say that Jesus is black radical on there. What, what yeah, an upside-down world. Worldly people. 
And you know, it's that worldly, it's that worldly success, like what this um, man Phil Vischer was talking about, where, and he's still, you know, into this, he's still a worldly thinking person, he's a liberal. He feels sorry for the blacks where he shouldn't. Um, but it's kind of like the world props up and confirms you when you're wrong. And then you think that you're right because you're getting this so-called success. It's such a shame. It's such a setup. How are you going to feel sorry for somebody in this life? You know, yeah, I know. Like people, they build their own. You know, like you see bums on the street and, you know, God bless them and you love them. But you can't feel sorry for people. You know, like right. you have all, especially in this country in America, you have every opportunity to make something of yourself. You might not make it to be the top dog of them all, but you can you can go from nothing to something. Yeah. Amazing, you know? Totally. You know, it hey, just, I just it's sure, bro. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. I've I, never seen that one, bro. Like trigger people put that on <laughs> and point them straight at them and be like, "Yo, beta," which is mostly all, most men are right. Females, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, totally. Only the wise ones, we know we got to get rid of that that uh, aspect of us, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Gino Jennings, what the? <laughs> You'd heard of him before, right? Or no? No, I actually okay. I used to like click on the links and hear what he had to say, but after like after a little while, I was like, nah, this guy's too pissed off, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. That doesn't, like, you know, like, he has some valid points and stuff like right. that. Right. Like, used to check it out, bro, but he was so, like, angry. And then, you know what I'm saying? He debates a lot of people. And most I've heard that. Like, i never seen nobody, like, whoop him in a debate, but, bro, I'll pay $60 on paper to see him um, try to go against Jesse. Like, I know. Jesse would <laughs> just be, like, so laid back and at ease. It was just, like, it'll turn him up. It'll fire him up. It was, like, he was just... I don't know, man. Why do people get so angry about life, man? We we, we get to we get to just go on and and, and and you know gain strength and get closer to the to the father, and yeah. know the son, our brother. Like, it's amazing. Why are you gonna be pissed off like mama? I know. I appreciate it. Yeah. Voila, Felix. Take My care, brother, man. I love you, man. It's so much to talk about, but I'll call you tomorrow or something like that, bro. Bless that sounds you good. Big up to the whole family. All right. All right. Same to you. Take Boy care. Gang strong. All, all right. right. All right. Let me get to Chris in New York City, first-time caller. Chris, what's up? Mr. Hank, what's going on, dude? Hey, not much. How are we doing, man? I'm just checking in from uh, the GDL over at GoyamTV.com. Really? All right. Dude, check this out. The tireless researchers over at GoyamTV.com. <laughs> don't be Google. don't be spouting off stuff. Promote. You know, I'm not I'm not like Soph where you can just come on and and promote whatever. No, no, no. no. I was just on this new website I found and, and I can't. All right, but I found. but check don't be promoting out. stuff if I don't know what this is. This is. All right, so you got yeah. Susan Rosenberg of Thousand Currents. They take care of the siphoning, fun, uh, funneling funds for Black Lives Matter. Okay. Google this. Google this lady. She was pardoned by Bill Clinton when wow. he, on his last in his last week of office. She is a communist terrorist who is supposed to be doing fifty-eight years in prison, wow. and is now running a company called Current Thousand Currents out of Berkeley, California. Interesting. So then you go back, and then I've been looking at this guy Manning Johnson in the nineteen fifties. He wrote a book called. Color, communism, and common sense. He talks about he was a black, pro-black type, right? Know, black Panther type, who left because he found out that the communists were completely taking over their movement for their own agenda, and he pretty much based his life work after that on on you know outing that and exposing that. Very interesting stuff. Yeah, and then you, you know, man, that, they should they should. We, that's why we need to break it down to just good versus evil because there not, are this is not a black movement This is a communist one. Yeah, and, and it's and statues has nothing to do with black and white. Yeah, and this it's not even It's not even just anti-communism that we should be pushing It's anti-evil that we should be pushing because well, there's a lot of for, a second. for years There's been I almost feel like we've been calling out the hypocrisy in media how they don't accurately report black on white crime but right. every time a white guy kills a black guy it's all over the news and then you look at how many just subtle TV shows and movies in the media. This is a concerted effort. The conditioning yeah. stage is done, and I now know. we're moving on to the doing phase. Yep. You, it's so widespread. The men of America it is, realize what the fuck is going on. Sorry, go, realize what's going on. It's so widespread. They promote uh, the YouTube. You have Yelp. You have... Uh, 
Let's all these the little, all these platforms promoting blacks, Black Lives Matter, support black-owned business, support black this, I'll black that. You, I'll tell you, it's a and, mess. And you would get, you get kicked off your platform. I'll tell you one platform you don't get kicked off. GoyamTV.com. Thank <laughs> all you so right, much, man. I don't appreciate him pushing that when I don't even know what it is. I asked him not to do it. But anyways, um, appreciate you guys. Thank you to Mobeta Jankum. I mean, oh my gosh, I said the bad word. Mo Betta, stand up. Thank you for changing your name, man. Psylosopher Noah's Arkansas. Something, someone get Bill, Army Ann, Brandon M, Groiper Bear, Fano de Ladies, D Wise, Christy, and let me just make sure I didn't miss anything. Kevin Dugan, Duggan, or Dugan says, oh, okay, it's a doxing site for red flagging. That's what he's saying is that, uh, that thing that he, that's what he, according to him, this, the outlet that he just mentioned is a doxing site for red flagging. Interesting. Appreciate it. Take care, guys. TheHakeReport.com for my stuff. Make sure you check out uh, Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. We put, out a, we put out a Sunday service from 2009 last night. And the podcast is available. Church with Jesse Lee Peterson podcast. All right, guys. Take care.